Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. Uh, I'm your host, Scott Bellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. I wanted to give a sort of a, a quick hit today. Um, this one just being a, a, something that popped into my head not long ago. Um, occasionally, somebody will ask me, about a course of action, what to do when something seems to be wrong with their tank. And I think it's important every once in a while to step back and look at things from a different perspective. We talk a lot about patients here, especially in the context of working with our, you know, botanical method aquariums. We're pretty much force fed the philosophy of not rushing the evolution of our tanks and hanging on during the initial breakdown of the botanicals, not freaking out when fungal growths and biofilms appear, you know, patience, embracing the process. What goes hand in hand with patience is the concept of, well, how do I put it eloquently? Just leaving well enough alone, not messing with stuff. Yeah, just not intervening in your aquarium when no intervention is really necessary. I mean, sure, it's important to take action in your tank when something looks like it's about to go south, as they say, but the reality is that good things in an aquarium happen slowly. And things seem to be moving on a positive, you know, things seem to be moving on a positive arc. You don't need to prod them any further. I think this is one of the most underrated mindsets that we can take as aquarium hobbyists. Now, mind you, I'm not telling you to take a laissez-faire attitude about managing your tanks. However, what I am suggesting is that pausing to contemplate what will happen if you do intervene is sometimes more beneficial than just jumping in and taking some action without considering the long-term implications, uh, you know, of what you're about to do. It's one thing to be decisive, quite another to be overreactive. When a fish starts hiding in the corner, one of the first words out of our mouths is usually disease, you know, fish is sick. Well, is that what's happening? Or is the fish simply chilling out or perhaps startled or even guarding the clutch of eggs? Your first action shouldn't be to net the fish out, tearing up the, you know, the tank and generally freaking out every fish in the process, right? I mean, consider what could have precipitated the behavior before springing into action that might have worse consequences for your aquarium and its inhabitants. Maybe it's literally just a passing behavior of the fish. Like any living creature, fishes will occasionally engage in unexpected behaviors, which are not necessarily indicative of an illness or a problem. How do you know what to do or if you should do something, right? Well, you observe. It's what you already do a lot of anyways, right? Observe your tank constantly, which will give you a sort of baseline for its normal function, for the sounds it makes, the fish's behaviors, the operational norms of the equipment, the environmental parameters, etc. Just because a blog or a book or a friend tells you that X is not right doesn't necessarily mean that it's, you know, it isn't right in your aquarium. Sure, if you have ammonia, something's not right, duh. (laughs) However, if otherwise healthy I don't know, cryptocurrine is growing more slowly in your tank than what the books say. It may not be a problem, right? This could be a lot of different reasons, many of which are not remotely associated with problems. The key is understanding when stuff, to understanding when stuff's going wrong is to know what it's like when things are going right in your tank, right? Observe constantly. 
document your tank and its operation. Keep a notebook, take pics, you know, write it down on Google Docs, whatever. One of the things that we love to see are those tank progression pics that people love to share with us. You can see how the botanicals begin to break down out of the water tints, the fish color up, etc., etc. It's part of the observation process, which is part of the understanding process, which is part of how you determine if you need to leave stuff alone or spring into decisive action to circumvent a potential disaster when something seems out of sorts. It's that simple. You probably already do this to some extent. However, it's easy to forget when, you know, your babies are, are, are acting weird, right? Online, you know, aquarium forums and Facebook groups and stuff are, are riddled with frantic questions from members about any number of problems happening in their aquariums, a good percentage of which are nothing to worry about. You see many of these hobbyists describe, you know, adding 100 milligrams of blah, blah the next day, but nothing changed, probably because nothing was wrong in the freaking first place. <laughs> now, sure, sometimes there are significant problems that we should freak out about and that we should jump on, but we have to pick our battles, don't we? Otherwise, every time we see something slightly different in our tank, we'd be reaching for the medication, the net, adding another gadget, which is kind of a total reefer move, etc., etc., etc. So my advice, let nature take its course on some things. Yeah. For example, you know, you have biofilms or fungal growths appearing on your botanicals. Well, once you understand what they actually are and why they appear and that they're normal, suddenly those yucky-looking strands of goo don't seem quite so menacing, right? When you see pics from the Amazon showing biofilms and fungal growths and algae all over the place, you start to understand that, just like the brown water and decomposing leaves, they're an important, integral, and totally normal part of the habitat that we replicate. Learn what normal is. Realize that nature will plot a course with minimal intervention on our part. Sure, when long-term health or even the enjoyment of your system is tarnished by some of these things, intervention sometimes is necessary. Excessive algae, for example, is usually indicative of an excess nutrient issue, an imbalance of some sort, which can be managed with simple adjustments, water exchanges, less feeding, less crowding of fishes, whatever. However, for so many things, the best course of action is to simply let nature do as she's done for eons. Embrace nature. Understand how our closed systems are still little microcosms subject to the rules laid down by the universe. Realize that sometimes, more often than you might think, it's a good idea to just leave well enough alone. Stay kind to yourself. Stay thoughtful. Stay observant. Stay patient. And always stay wet. Until next time, I hope you enjoyed this little quick hit. And I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.